Hello and welcome to the Talking Wednesday podcast. This is show number 133 and welcome to this episode. This is a Jake and Jack episode. Uh, Deck will be back next week. Um, yeah, that's where we're at. So as you can see, Jack is either crass or he's just down into the camera uh, to freak me out. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't quite God. catch that. You're talking to Worko GPT. To talk to this AI bot, please enter text into the box below. Sorry, it's just that loads of videos of that have been appearing everywhere, all over my news feeds. Yep. And it, and I just, I also kind of thought I'd just freak Jake out a little bit because it's funny, isn't it? It, but, it worked. Hello, Jake. Worked. Yes. How are you, my friend? Episode 133. I'm uh, tired, but I'm good. And you'll never guess what. I wish I had a wig for this. But I've been busy because I've started a new part-time job oh. and they've basically put me on uh, my hours. I've got my minimum hours that they've given me in the contract and I'm currently working double that. So it's lovely. It's great. But uh, yes, nice. Uh, it's it's great. And I'm actually really happy there. Everyone's really nice and really welcoming. And uh, yes, it's been very nice. Good. It's, uh, it, it- it, that's how my week's gone because <laughs> yeah. I've not spoke. I've actually, we speak almost every day, yeah. and I've not spoken to you for like a week now because of this. I, so, think, I uh, think we you... literally spoke last night for like <coughs> thirty yes. or forty minutes, or it may even been an hour. Yeah, after I did my live stream, and that's about it. Yes, where well, you went very unhinged, and I loved yeah, it. I, I loved did. every second. I was relishing it. Um, you went proper off the deep end, and it was glorious. I think that's just because. Um, but how? Yeah, I think that's just because I'm trying to just. The, the whole point of some of my episodes um, at the minute with that one is just I want the community to have a say of well, but sometimes the community is a bit unhinged. Um, but So you just have to return in kind. Yeah, exactly. I, I understand. Um, I totally understand. But how's your week been, Jake? It's been, uh, been weird, actually. It's been weird because it's been... We're getting to like the last little bits of the summer holiday now. So there's like, what, one, two weeks left. So she's at that point where she's ready to go back. I'm ready for her to go back. But then you've got to... I'm not running out of stuff to do with her because there's loads of things she can do. But the last couple of days, she's been hit and miss. And I think she's getting to that point. She's ready to have a routine back. Um, She currently got really into show tunes because of her doing dancing. She does dancing and a lot of the stuff they do is like, show tunes, uh, Broadway hits, and she currently got really into Six, which is about uh, Henry VIII Wives kind of thing. So it's doing like that. Basically, it's like if a music teacher and a, a history teacher decided to do a way of teaching kids how to do with song, this is how you would do it. Oh, yeah. And at her last dance show she did, one of the songs was one of the ones she'd done, and she's just obsessed with it. But it got to a point where I'm now obsessed with it because I keep hearing it. And I'm walking around singing the Sonic songs. Well, well, Jake, she must be really defying gravity with that amount of dancing. Get it? Yes, I get it. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. Did, to, be fair, to be fair... Any musical theatre fans in the audience space will understand that and probably do a little chuckle but or a little eye roll either way. She getting she getting to that point with her dancing where she's the thing is what people don't realise with the dancing stuff or theatre stuff or music stuff, a lot of people just think you're learning and that's it. But a lot of the times you were at exams. I used to have uh, violin and drums drum exams. 
Like the one of the weirdy things is having a drum at Zan. Because it's like for me, a dr I just play drum because I want to do the beat, play the songs. I wasn't expecting to have to do a bloody sodding at Zan. I understand it with my violin because I was in an orchestra and everything. But drums, it always just knocked me a little bit. It's like, why am I needing to do an exam? I don't care. I don't want a piece of paper to show me how I am, but it's part of what they do. Uh, so she got she got some dancing exam. But apart from that, it's been good. Um, was it last? And of course, I must I must also add the point of James will know all about all the struggles of all of the music exams in the music world. Because believe it or not, folks, believe it or not, he's a musician. Which he never mentions ever. No, you do it for him. Uh, he's dead. Yes. Um, yes. But we because it's funny. I think we to carry I think on we, the joke I, long after it's expired. I think we got the but. thing at the minute where I'm at that point. I'm ready. I'm ready for her to go back and a bit of no normality. Um, but apart from that, just figuring stuff out in here, uh, trying to not get killed by the hormonal pregnant wife, which is fun. <laughs> Basically, keep your gob shut. Uh, and I'm doing a good job of that because I'm still here. <laughs> she, to be fair, she's not been that bad. Uh, the last time she was pregnant, she lost the sarcasm and she didn't know how to deal with it. And it was hilarious. Oh, dear. <laughs> I got killed a lot when, when she was last pregnant. But Nice. We're, we're also in that bit where we're starting to get things done and dusted ready for baby number two. Like, it doesn't feel like a long way away, but it is. Like, we're, we're due in December and it's, very close to September, so it's not that far along, kind of thing in the scheme of thing, because that's going to fly eventually. Um, so God knows what can happen with things I do when it comes to that, because everything's gonna change. Two kids, not done that before, so it 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 that it that kind of thing getting into that mental thing. And I've been playing a lot of computer games recently, like a hell of a lot of computer games. Um, what was I playing the other day? Oh, I, I'm finally trying to finish Far Cry 6. Nice. Because I had a break from Far Cry 6 because I got so fed up with it. Just the Yara do my head in. It just, it doesn't feel like a Far Cry game. It just doesn't. No. I, yeah. It, they tried to combine Far Cry 5 with Far Cry 3 and went boom. For me. Um, but this ain't a gaming podcast. This is a Sheffield Wednesday podcast. No. Uh, I, I must say, I always chuckle when you, whenever you keep bringing up your baby number two, because it's a very, very long way for baby number one for me. Not because, you know, I've got someone, I'm with someone and they're pregnant or anything. It's because I don't know how to talk to women. So it's very clearly a very long way until baby number one's on the way for me, because I need to actually learn how to approach a woman first. Yeah, you, uh, you, before you that need can to ever be able to approach, approach them and so there we go. make sure That's, they can like, yes. actually deal with you for a yes. long period of time. Yes, so and, and it not just result in a in a and not just result in some sort of platonic relationship. Actually, that, like that'll, get a that'll happen, romance out of it. You're 24. That's, you've still got plenty of time. Uh, I was making a joke, Jake. I wasn't meaning to be all serious about no, it. You've got plenty of time. Got, it's fine. Got plenty. I was trying to make people laugh. You've, I want to make the people got, at home laugh. Got, not pity me. I don't want pity. I want laughter about it. See, I want pity for you. Because if I don't laugh, I'll cry. That thing. I want pity for you. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. Well, um, there we go. We played anyway. We played, a, we played a game, but before we do that, let's go through the housekeeping stuff. Uh, socials, talking yes. Wednesday uh, on Twitter. Um, in a minute, yeah. It, at talking wed. At talking wed. Yeah. Uh, tweet yes. us there. Um, the Discord. If you want to get on the Discord, message uh, James. He'll 
try and get you in. It getting more active now, which is good. There are membership options, which is talking when the extra episodes on there. I have been told by James they are coming soon. They are just he's been surprising or not. He's been busy. Um, Rit, whoa, he's been busy. <laughs> no, he's been busy. Surely but they not. Are coming, James? But if you want to become a member, please do so. Uh, it does help the channel out. And reviews. If you want to leave a review of this podcast, we would much appreciate it. Any reviews that is five stars, we will read on the show. And I think we'll have to go through and see if we found any to get read out. Uh, but yeah, we haven't. Had, I actually did check the other day. We did check. James and I checked the other day, and there was not many new reviews. There's, there's, it's been quite a long time uh, since a review. So if you do like the show, then let us know that. Or if you don't, also let us know that. We we thrive on criticism and improvement, and, and the and, way you get better. You know, so exactly, exactly. So feedback but is uh, much appreciated. We had a football game to play on Saturday. Yes, we did, and it was at home, and it was against Preston North End. Now. Ryan Lowe, ex-Wednesday player. I kind of... Do you call him a legend a little bit? He was part of that team. He did well when he came. He was decent. Yeah. Um, but one of the big things on this game was, for me, like the one thing we needed to improve on massively was the possession. Uh, and yes. it was... We went from 20 possession versus Southampton, 27 versus... Who was it last week? At Hull. Hull, that's it, thank you. I've forgotten about that game already. Yes. But in the end, we eventually have 53% of the ball, which is huge. It showed that something was working. Now, this was a game of two halves. And again, this seemed to be a Wednesday thing for me. Wednesday seemed to only play with two halves. We either have one really good half and then one really bad half and kind of thing. Now, one of the things in this game, you had a really good starting lineup for me. Um... Masaba started, uh, Modiabi started, Bayer's in the midfield. You were like, okay, there's something there. Granted, for me, uh, Palmer started as well, which is good. For me, I'm still, I was still shocked that Gregory started. I thought he would have played Smith after Smith goal. But you saw, you saw like, right, okay, let's see what we're going to try and do. First off, we did do well. The one thing that was really good in the game was Modi Arby because he just controlled the midfield. Every time they need to... Like, the one thing I think we can all say is that our, our midfield as late have been very... They've been non-existent. It's been a yeah. bit flat. There's been no one who could get the ball and just hold it up. And it was really good. Yes, Akin plays left-back again. Um, we'll get into that later. I still don't think he's a left-back, but I'm not the manager. So, I... The thing is, we only see 90 minutes of a game. Oh, 190 minutes, whatever the bloody added time on. I know, I think I think it was Pompey game. There was like 21 minutes of added time. Or something <sighs> daft like what that. What, in total, yeah. I guess? Like, yeah, because like, a, referee got oh in, a, a referee got injured. Uh, and then the fourth oh, official no. came on, and then the fourth official got injured, so they had to get someone out of the crowd. Oh, my God. Uh, or something like It was something daft like that, so it added yeah. on. Um, but... Played really well. Not really cutting edge with chances. Uh, Masaba, really good at going forward and really good at defending. Just drawing in the foul, what you need. And it was okay. I think going in at 0-0, I think we would have been the better of the team. They had some chances, nothing really clear cut. Uh, there was one that was really good save. Uh, return of Will Keane as well, if you remember that loan. Uh, really, he's actually really improved since he's like finally got rid of all these injuries. Now, this is where it went to hell. Second half, five minutes in, we give away a free kick. 
it's looped in, and a player goes in between Akin and Modiabi. Just straight in between the gap, it's 1-0. Good header. But it, again, it poor defending from us again. No one picking up the man. And again, this is something that we've noticed. We're now conceding more from set pieces. We've not got no clean sheets. It's like we're trying... I understand what we're trying to do. But also, at the same time, Mo Diaby goes off injured. Yeah. It's a foot injury. And it's, it actually seems quite bad yeah. because they've had to have uh, they've had to take him into the hospital for an MRI scan yeah. on said foot, which means that it's cartilage injury, potentially. It's, it's ligaments and, and all that's that. that's not nice. No, and he's, yeah. on, he's on loan as well, so he'll, he'll either do it here or go back to where he is from with his club. And from that, our midfield went. The midfield went completely, and our head dropped. It went to pot, yes. We did have a little bit of chances, but nothing really clear-cut. We just couldn't get back into that bit of the game. Palmer played really well, say he'd just come back. And again, people had the whole thing of going, where's James, where's uh, Johnson? Put Palmer back in. I think what you've got to remember with the game is that we are a team that's in transition. We are yes. a transitional team, and it take time i saw i've seen improvement from southampton to hull to this massive improvements it's it's gonna take time we the problem is we're we're trying something different i still don't think one up top with gregory works mm. but again i only see 90 minutes you only see 90 minutes they get to be in the thing joff windaf wasn't used and i can imagine joff not being happy with that but I don't think we'll have the Josh Windass of old where he would have got a bit annoyed by it. I think he'll go, it's football, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, the came on, which I was shocked by. Uh, I wasn't expecting him to get any minutes, if I'm honest. I thought we'd wait a little bit. Look, okay for his first spell. Uh, I think it will take him time to get used to championship. I think he he's not, gonna, he, he's not used to having that much time on, he's used to having more time on the ball, if that makes sense. But 1-0. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would also actually argue that the last two games uh, uh, in the league haven't really been against a side we could measure ourselves up against because we've got Southampton, who were a team at the time. I mean, it's, it's just Sheffield Wednesday's luck, in it? That all their main key players get sold after the Hillsborough yeah. game. Like, Shea Adams is now apparently on the move somewhere else, allegedly. Yeah, and he's um, for them and, again. And yeah, exactly. He's the one that scored their winner. Yeah. Um, and they're the, basically the t a team that have come down and they've r almost retained their entire Premier League seat, uh, outfit from last year. But again, parachute got Hull. payments, they don't yeah. mean anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then Hull as well, they've got the new ownership that are really frigging going for it. So they've been getting quite a lot of uh, very highly qu high quality players in. So they're not really a realistic example, I would say. They've also been settled for a year as well as a, as a side. But now we've got Preston, who've had quite a few incomings and outgoings, who were a team in a bit of a flux as well. Mm. But I would argue I'll also have a similar caliber of player to us. So I think this is the first time this season we've actually had a like measurable comparison, if you like, yeah. um, between another standard team in the championship and ourselves. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what I mean. Um, our next... So I would say this was probably a better test than... Well, this is our last. This games. is our last home game in the league till the eighteenth yeah. of September. Oh, uh, our next yeah. two games are Cardiff, who are not doing great, and we'll talk about that later. And Leeds in the league, 
And the thing is, could we use the, the whole thing that this is a Yorkshire derby? Derby against Leeds and that bit more motivation. Go, let go. Because Leeds are not looking good. Cardiff and Leeds. Yeah, Leeds are not having a good Cardiff time. Cardiff and Leeds, who no. we've got next, don't look brilliant. No. And so this could be a good point where we think, if you go via stats, we have 53 possessions to their 47. We had eight shots and three of them are on target. They have five and two of them were on target. So only one of them was the goal. Uh, no call. But I think I think that also says it all to me a little bit is that we had eight shots and only three of them were on target. Mm. Ideally, we would be having eight shots and six or seven were on yeah. target. That's what it should be. But I think a big that here is the yeah. corners. It said to me that we weren't just getting in forward enough, and if we were getting balls yeah. in, because the problem is we we're getting balls into the box, but it was way too close to the keeper, so we were just keep catching it all day long. He was just catching. We them. had yeah. zero corners, none. To their four. Uh, yeah. And 14 to 16 fouls, which the fouls have gone down again. Um, it's. <sighs> I think those foul stats are going to be really high until the players get used to these new rulings, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Because, and to be honest, given that referees are currently being watched by another person in the stands mm. from the FA every single game, like they'll be going a bit overboard on these new fouls and whatnot, yeah. won't they? So that's. I think. I will, I will say something. There was an interview at the year. end by Rob Statton uh, and Sicko used the example of Arsenal, who were fourth, who were bottom four games in, zero points. And he basically said it does take time for, like, it took time for Arteta's protest to go. I hate the word trust the process because Arsenal fans are just yeah. mean the hell out of that. But we do have to trust the process to a little bit. Yes, we do. Uh, and I'll, I didn't like Rob Statton's reply going, yeah, but they've got World Cup players. That's the difference. It wasn't it, the whole that, point. That doesn't matter, though. That really doesn't matter who the players are or how if they're world class, if they're the, lo the local lads from the academy. It doesn't matter. Like, any team that has a new system in place, that has a whole new management structure, you know, the manager, the coaches, whatever... Yeah. All of that takes time to bed in. It's not going to just, like, it's not going to click. And it didn't with Arteta at Arsenal. Excellent example there. Yeah. Is that Arteta took a good couple of months for his ideals to be in place. And now everybody's saying that he's one of the best managers in England. We're going to we're gonna be this year Nottingham Forest, I feel. It just, for yes. me, yes. it's how long does Chancery give it, not how long does we give it a fans. Cause that, that, yeah. that's the deciding factor. Because we don't have a exactly. We and the thing is, I think with how everything's happened in the summer and stuff like that, I think he's gonna give Sicko as long as he wants. Personally, yeah. Because uh, I think again, so. it's one of those things. I think I think he likes him. Yeah. I think uh, the chairman really likes him and really likes the sort of football he wants to play. Look at how many photos come out and they're laughing and joking with each yeah. other and they're seeming quite, you know, pally. Yeah with each other you know so and uh and i also i also think that he's learned not to give in to fan pressure because fan pressure got us rid of carlos and it also got us jordan Rhodes. Mm, yeah and you one would argue that since the departure of carlos until the little brief stint with steve bruce it didn't really go well and then it didn't really go well after that either no. and so fan pressure could have been a factor into why we have not done so well after the two pl successive uh, playoff seasons. So that's, yeah. you know, fan pressure shouldn't mean anything. It's all about how long the chairman wants to give the manager. We can say all we want about 
wh who we think should be in the job, how long we think that we should give them, all that jazz. But that doesn't matter because it's not our football club. We are simply the, the fans of a football club. It's our, fo you don't it's see, our football you don't club see, in the sense yeah. that we support it and we support be, it. Be, be, yes. be, legally as ownership, he owns it. There's nothing you can do about that. Yes, like, exactly. It's like when I when I've seen the kind of DC out stuff, it's like protests don't do much. All it does is let fans have their anger out. Uh, and yes. the problem is, we're going to get into this later because of the story about it later, which will yeah. be interesting. Uh, but the thing is, I think we'll save it for there because I think that is more poignant. What we've yeah. got to remember is that we are a team currently in a transitional phase, new manager, new players. It's going to take time. And let's... I saw improvement. I did see improvement. Second half, I saw massive improvement. Also, you got to remember, we're going from a situation you've got players going from Darren Moorball of football for two years trying to now go to a Cisco approach which is completely exactly. different yeah and the other thing you've also got if you look at last season hardly ever lost at home we've lost two now at home we had a very good clean sheet record mm. now we don't have the clean sheet record we had a re 96 points the problem is we're going from such a high which is up here then to such yes. a low now and I think it's such a really hard graft yeah. and stuff, and it's it's yeah. It, it it's gonna take time, but we'll see we'll see where we are in the next. I I say yeah. Net fifteen twenty games, we'll see where we are, and then if it's not working, maybe that's where you go. This ain't working. Let yeah maybe change, or you can have the say. But I get it. Let's go into the championship results then. So Leeds and West Brom one one. Uh, West Brom goal was. Interesting. I'm pretty sure it was handball, but off me. Uh, Southampton <laughs> two one versus uh, Plymouth away. Plymouth were unlucky in that one. Hull another win for Hull two one versus Blackburn Blackburn Rovers. Uh, red card for Blackburn Rovers one one versus Middlesbrough and Huddersfield one one versus Coventry and Swansea one nil to Preston versus us. Uh, Sunderland versus Rotherham two one to uh, Sunderland. Birmingham City two nil. Birmingham City, sorry. Birmingham versus Bristol City, 2-0. Uh, red card for Bristol City. Leicester City 2, Cardiff 1. And at the opponents, uh, red card for them. Ipswich Town, 1-0 versus QPR. Uh, Stoke versus Watford, 1-0 Stoke. And today's game, which we can't do because we're filming this on Sunday, Norwich City versus Millwall, so it will be interesting to see what happens there? Uh, no point really looking at the table after it. All you need to know is it's which on the top and we're on the bottom uh, with zero oh, no, points. No, 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 no. Don't, don't poo-poo this. We're nine points off the top, Jake, and we're on a cup run. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yes. But there's no point looking at tables this early on. It's three, it's three games in. There's no point. Uh, a lot can happen from there. But like I said, let's see where we are. So it wasn't a good result, but it was a better performance. Just that second half, our head dropped. Uh, and yeah, it's just we've got to improve on that kind of thing. And they're the, the back, and yes. I think it will. But let's get into the news. We have mentioned him already. Okay, Keemstar. Sorry. The, just the, Let's get right into the news. Okay. Do you not remember that? Do you not remember Keem? No. No. Is that, I haven't watched Keemstar. Anybody in, ages. in the comments section. That knows about who the heck Keemstar is. I know is, who he is. Good old killer Keemstar. Just, just put a comment. Just put a comment. Um, People have said that I remind them of him sometimes okay. when I have a bigger beard and stuff. Anyway, yes. Let's get right into the news, shall we? And I will say this name because you can't. So it's... 
<laughs> Jedi Gasama joins Sheffield Wednesday. Take it away, Jake, with the article. Com- Thank you. The Owls have completed the permanent sign of French winger Deji Gasama from French giant PS- P- 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 SG, I'm just going to say that, by uh, Saint Germain. Uh, the 19 year old becomes Wednesday's 10th signing of the summer in this transfer window. Gasama came through the youth ranks at PSG and made his professional debut in a 4 0 win over Montpellier in May 2022, featuring alongside superstar Lionel Messi, Ke- Kelly and Mbappe. He received two call ups for the Friends on France under 20 squad in September 2022, playing twice for the Blues' young side against Tunisia. The attacking winger spent last season on loan in Belgium with KS- KAS Europe going twice in 19 games in the Pro League. After returning to the PSG side, Gasama now makes his permanent switch to Essex. Welcome to Hilbra, Deji. Now, we all thought the... Friends under 20s. So no one told your life was going to be this way, eh, Jake? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, yes. Um, now, we all thought this deal was dead. A couple of weeks ago, we all thought this deal was completely and utterly dead in the water. And I don't know what's wrong with him today. To bear with us. I'm just on silly juice, um, clearly. I, I, it's sleep deprivation, something. I don't but know. But we all thought this but deal was yes, dead. We all it thought ca- it, ca- was it dead. came out that he wasn't really fancying in England. It wasn't what he wanted. There were rumours that he was going to go to FC Basel in Switzerland. And then out of nowhere, it all sort of going fast again again italian media french media it leaks leaks like a sieve it leaks a lot uh good lord and yeah it was one of those weird ones where you're looking at this going okay he's in the players in the building he's done and the fact that as much as it sounds weird i've seen i've seen a lot of people go maybe it wasn't that he didn't want to go to hull because it was hull who were in for him Maybe it was more that we needed to, um, we put a better offer in front of him. Now, there is, according to the uh, reports, is that we've, um, according to the report, we have got the situation where something like it's a million we pay for him. There's a 20% sell-on fee uh, and stuff like that. Like most of our deals, the 20% sell-on fees. What do you think about this one? I think it's really promising, to be honest. But no, no, no. Apparently, according to certain parts of the fan base on Twitter, he's terrible because he's only played two games for PSG, so he must be terrible. But no, yes, because absolutely a player that would be in a regular starting eleven for Paris Saint-Germain, like, I don't know, I can't think of them off the top of my head. Danny, Danny Alves, who played for them a while ago, yes. Because someone of that calibre would absolutely come to Sheffield Wednesday and not Spurs or Chelsea or Arsenal or Man United. Yes, a regular PSG player would absolutely come to the championship to a newly promoted side. Absolutely. But yes, I'm really excited think, uh, about this one. I think it I think shows you what great. we're doing. Um, for yeah. a while... Jake just looked really dead behind the eyes when I went on that little tirade. Anyway. I think, um, I think it... I think, his co- I think his comment section has been just... He just was getting loads of, like, PTSD flashbacks um, for his own comment section on videos. No, but yes, um, uh, 
I really like the look of him. He's going to be a good one, I think. I think for me, we're going down this route that we've been saying that we've wanted to go down for a while of fans. We said we want to go and get young players from out of nowhere and see what happens and stuff like that. Um, I know Brighton, it's an example because they do it really well. Like, look at what they do. Yes, they do have a better mm. recruitment system. But I think everyone now, at one point, everyone was following the Brentford model. And I think everyone now is going to try and re recreate the Brighton model. Um, it's something stupid. I think they've made 390 odd million out of Yeah, transfers. that's crazy, isn't it? Uh, and Brighton, when you, when oh you my think word. of Casado, was only like 4 million when they bought him, which is insane. Um, but I think. And then like McAllister yeah. and players like that that they've got for next to nothing. Yeah. And then sold it, for it, God it knows shows how much it can, money. it can work. Uh, yeah. The thing is, I think you're going to have to give this lad time, though. It's similar to the Masaba. He's 19, 22 in ages, the pair of them. Like I said, I was a bit... I wasn't expecting him to play yesterday, I'll be honest. I yeah, thought that same. was a bit too far, but I understand giving him minutes just to experience it, see if he could change. He's only been at the club, like, what, four or five days? Something um, like that, isn't it? We signed him on... Within a week. It's, it's within a week, we signed him I on. Guess. We signed him on the 15th. So, oh yeah, so five, yeah, days, five days as of the day of recording. Yeah. So he was, the he, he made his debut four days into his time at Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. So that's you know, I think quite something. I think we've got to give it time. Uh, again, yeah. though, it shows where we're looking. It shows we're looking in different places. Oh yeah, and I think if we, as long as we nurture it and stuff like that, I think it's another three-year deal as well. Like him and Masaba on three-year deals. You look at attacking-wise. We still do need more, don't get me wrong, but I think soon we might need to start looking at some players out when we start bringing in because oh, yeah. you don't want to get a too bloated squad. We've done yeah. that before. It doesn't end well. Uh, but if you're going from a position of what we were doing, dealing with beforehand with 17 and now you've got close to, what, I think it's 25, 26 uh, yeah. players, it helps. But we'll see what happens. But I'm excited by this one. I think this one will be good. Oh, absolutely. Same here. So, <laughs> this is the bit where it doesn't great go great. So, Mo Diaby made his debut yesterday, and he absolutely looked fantastic. A lot of people saying he looked, it played a little bit like Carton Palmer uh, on it, but went off injured. So, the Star are reporting that uh, the French midfielder was a standout performance in the base of midfield and put together an encouraging 67 minutes before he felt, fell in what looked like a con to be considered discomfort. Um, they spoke to um, Sicko. Sicko said uh, he's arrived five days. He lives in a hotel. He's had, he's had nothing. He's played 100% in the game. Normally, you are a man, not a machine. I love his quotes. Thing, this is the thing I need people to understand. If I lose him for two months or three months, then after we are thinking that they are players, they are not machines. We'll see what happens. Um, they then said, we'll see if it's a dangerous situation. I know what the doctor told me, but we are waiting on an MRI. I don't want to say too much after an MRI. After that, we'll then know exactly 100%. And then we'll talk about the situation. Uh, it's not great. And if he is, say if he is out for two to three months, I think we're going back into the loan market for yeah. a player. Because we can't afford I think not so as well. to have him missing for that long. Two, three exactly. months. If he's out for two, three months, he's back, what, November, December time? Getting yeah. fully back. And I don't think we've got the time to be 
doing that. Let's hope it's not. Um, let's hope it's not. But he did play really well. Uh, and again, I think I like I like the quote: "The players, they're not machines." I think I think exactly. I think there's a human. I, I think there's a human aspect there, which is nice, which I don't think you see that often. Uh, but yeah, what do you think? Oh yeah, totally. I well, we weren't we were we were saying like two episodes, three episodes ago that we really needed like an anchor man in midfield, and we didn't have that. And not Ron is Ron Burgundy, is it? Yeah. Yes, not Ron Burgundy, but an actual like playmaking solid anchor man that can keep up with the pace of the game because. I don't know. We were, we were both saying it before the episode, but I don't know if Will Volks can possibly keep up with the, the pace mm. of the style that Cisco wants to play. And uh, he, whereas Mo uh, Diaby clearly can, and that's the sort of player that we've needed for a long time. And it's a shame that he might be injured for a little bit, but we've dealt with injuries before and we've got through it. We just to? need to, you know, we just, we, we need to just focus on what's to come now. Whatever happens, happens. Doesn't matter how things could have been different, and and being sad. Uh, excuse me, being sad about uh, past events and all that jazz. We just need to focus on what's next. We we need to stop thinking in the past, and it's something that sadly a lot of us have got into the habit of doing is thinking in the past and not in the future and what's to come next. Yeah, you know. Um. So so we just we take it as as it comes the news about this injury and we just adapt to the situation i think i think we're still going to be in the market for any anyway because i still, I still oh, yeah. think we need players um yes because that midfield is still not great i'm not gonna lie having buyers back was fantastic but having just bad yeah. buyers that's about your two starters you got we, we basically need the person that we can sub on for them mm. um i would say i i, I, I think we need position, whatever the... you want to call it one or two attacking midfielders, but the problem is, yeah, I think some players might need to start going out soon because yeah. we're gonna we get. We, I would definitely send Rio Shipston out on loan just for his own personal development and everything. I, I don't I, think he's I, getting I, in this first I, team now. I would do that but, anyway because when uh, Sicko was yeah. asked about him in the press conference, he went, "Who? <laughs> oh dear." Yes, so I think that it's something that does need to happen. Um, yes. But I think I think we're we're not far off in terms of what we need, um, kind of thing, and it'll be interesting to see what we do. But talking of future, something happened. I think it was Friday night. Rob Dayton put out a statement from uh, Adam Shaw. Uh, so we all remember who Adam Shaw is. Adam Shaw is part of the Shaw Wellness thing. He's also one of our prime sponsors for our mental health stuff, and he put out a really weird statement and it's odd so i'll read the statement my u.s partners and i have a very strong desire to make a full acquisition of the club driven by our interpretation of the strategy required to progress sheffield went the fc to complete consistently in the top flight that said our desire and our resources does not prove prove my u.s partners and i are entitled or privileged where the current legal owner is obliged to partake or even consider any form of negotiations or discussion due to the current owner's decision not to enter discussion with my u.s partners and i on our intentions over personal acquisition of the club we do not have a adequate 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 disclosure. disclosure to be in a yes. position to make a formal offer now, this is a weird time for statement to come out. Now, I understand why yeah. he put it out. It's quite clever. I think he's seen the unrest 
with people with chance theory and gone, let's just put it out there. But mm. again, chance theory's always said he does not want to sell the club. He said constantly. Really? You haven't you and you haven't said that constantly, have you? As well, my God. No, uh, but I I get it. Like when he got interviewed yeah. and said, "Would I like to own the club? Of course I would. I'm a Sheffield born. I'm a Sheffield went if I'm Sheffield. Uh, I would love to own the club, but I don't think this helps. I don't think the way you put the statement out helps. It's like like it feels a bit backstabby, doesn't it? Yeah, it's twenty like, twenty I don't know. twenty third. I think it was twenty third of. June or July or whenever it was, he yeah. turned around and said, I want to give my resources and help Chance Theory out and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, then this comes out. It's weird. Mm. I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't see the let me go on, talk me through it. I, j I just think all the timing is very, very weird about this. And he seems to he seems to very he seems to overly mention my US partners. And and so, but like, if you do have all of these U.S. partners, name them. Who are they? You know, like if you've got these, it's a bit like a lot of the time in business as well. B people at the heads of business will make big bold statements, a bit like this, to j to drive to drive uh, interest in whatever it is they're trying to peddle, and then they don't actually have as much as they think are putting forwards or as much as they want people to think and all that sort of thing because it sells well even on even on social media a lot of all of these influencers taking pictures by boats and all that crap it's all for show it's all they don't own the boat they just have a picture by a boat because it looks better on, on their thing and i just wonder if this is a similar sort of case i mean we don't know to be sure to legally cover our backsides we have no idea this is the point we're making as well. We have no idea who any of these partners are. We have no idea if the actual resources at this group's disposal would even be enough to run the club properly in, a, in the top flight. Well, Adam Shaw himself. We have I no idea about any of this. I think Adam Shaw's all only we, got all 18 we know, million. Yeah. Yeah. The only person we know is actually involved in this is Adam Shaw himself. We have no idea who these US partners are. Mm. We have no idea if there's just one or if there's seven, you know? If there are these US partners, put a name to them. Let people know who they are so that they can be more of a Informed. trustworthy... Uh, yeah, uh, like a, a trustworthy, informed piece of information rather than just saying my US partners. Because also... that just sounds... It's either ominous or they don't exist. I also don't like the it's idea very of a consortium. Yes. Yes, because, well, look at how consortiums have gone before with, with other places. It's gone very well in some situations, or there's a situation like at Bournemouth where it's a bit of a train wreck at the minute because they're they're just trying to figure out how the heck to run a football club. They're not club. too badly to and, be Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, but some of the decisions they've made have been crazy. But, yes. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, think, I don't know. I do think in the business sense, I think he's seen the unrest and gone maybe put my name out there as a kind of thing people do want again yes. to go back to the dc out thing i don't i personally don't think protest does anything apart from let fan, fans get their anger out and shout uh yeah if protest did anything, and even then the, the glazers yeah. the birmingham ownership would have been gone a long long time ago yes. and they're all still in apart from birmingham birmingham's just been sold but yeah. you know what i mean glazers that 
that's a massive, yes. massive club with massive... The, if, the thing is, what the reason why like FC United were formed is that they didn't want to do it and they took the money out. Again, yes. business is very simple. You take the money out of something, then they go, yes. oh, it hits that my bottom line. People are not going to give up watching Wednesday. Because it's, no. it's, it's their escape. The amount of people that have said, I want Chancery out, but then they still want to keep buying tickets and keep going to the games and all that sort of stuff. I do like think just shouting about it is not going to do anything. I do if think. You, if you want to affect a business, and this is a business, Sheffield Wednesday Football Club is a business. If you need to affect a business and, and make a statement to a business, then you take away the income mm. by not putting your thing in so if you are unhappy with the state of things and want to force change in a business that is typically what you would do my my thing is here is if you're chance you know? theory in if you're chance theory out it's your opinion it's your thoughts you're, yes. you're more than welcome to it you all have your reasons why and i understand the chance theory out lot uh i do yes. get it he has priced a lot of the fans out of football out of going to games and i get it and i understand it and i get it but I personally don't see what fans can actually do right now. Like, for me, I'd rather just concentrate on seeing what we can get done on the pitch instead of exactly. the background yes. of who owns what. At the end of the day, Chan Series here, he's been here for a while now. He put more money into the club than any other owner we've ever had. Yes, has it been invested poorly at times? Yes. But we don't have a say on how the general running of the club is. Exactly. It's not our yes. club in legal sense. No. As ownership, in, le- in the legal sense, it's not our club. In, the th- that in our us. hearts and our souls, then it is our club. Yeah. But hearts and souls don't really make a change in the, you can't in the get, fiscal you can't get money that world. To, like Britain you know? gas and say, here's my electric bill. Here's my heart and soul. Exactly. Here's my electric bill. Here's my soul. Yes. Mm. You, can, you can figuratively sell your soul to the devil, but... You can't physically sell your soul for a load of cash enough to buy Sheffield Wednesday or whatever. We'll see what you know? happens. Could, they could, they I also will on. say as well, the polarizing weird thing here is we went up by the, in the playoff final. After we won that playoff final, it was so unanimously chanceery in, it was ridiculous. And yet now, a little shake up because, the, you know, the manager wasn't, didn't agree I terms. Don't, I don't think it was. And suddenly it's chanceery out again. And unanimous. There was a large chance theory in because there's still a lot of people who wanted him out even then and I still I still think a lot of people still blame him for going down which I understand I think I think the thing is uh with everything that's going on the pitch and then everything off the pitch and prices and all that lot it's taking a while for everything to settle again uh yes and I think the thing is they could rumble on again we've had no yes. statement from uh chance himself about this uh I don't think we will but he might do he does like to turn around and put a statement out to say something we were at one point in my eye statement fc because every other week <laughs> we were having a statement it would there was a statement head. statement statement uh, yeah <laughs> just doing yeah. my head in and yeah but i think let's see what happens let's see if anything comes from this exactly. let's see if anything like you said do we find out who his uf partners are do we find out what the situation is um i know i know they've been talking the discord about this as well and it's been, I understand it. So let's see what happens. I don't want to make too much of a big deal out of it because it's a statement. A statement doesn't mean anything. As it says here, we've not been in a position to make a formal offer. So it's like, you've, yeah. you've, if it, if, so that means they don't have the, that's either they don't have the money 
to actually make a formal offer for the club right now, or that the the actual person that owns the club doesn't want to enter discussions. That's they're the two scenarios. And I think it, it's the latter. that statement. That's what that means. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Let me know. But, it, and as well. I just want to say as well, because yes, it's been a little bit, there's been a little bit of criticism about the chairman, but you don't care about a football club if you, like, someone that doesn't care about a football club and wants it and doesn't want it to, to succeed does not put as much money as Mr. Chancery has put into this football club. If you don't care, you just up sticks and go. You don't put any money in anymore. Look at Wigan. Hmm. That's exactly the case there. Like, he cares so much about this football club, but so do we, and as as fans, and we ju and and both parties just need to find a better way of communicating. I feel, yeah, and and not, and and especially the fan perspective, I feel like it needs to be less hostile. It needs to be less abrasive in the point of contact with with the club, because then maybe points might be received a bit better if the fan parties. We're not going in all guns blazing from the get go. Do you know, do yeah. you know what I'm trying to yeah, say. I know what you mean. If a, a, a bit more of an olive branch diplomatic approach needs to be had here, otherwise, no discussions will ever take place. Yeah, it will just be the club keeps separate, and and just puts out statements that it puts out, and fan contact goes back to being as limited as it was after those two semi playoff semi final. Uh, sorry, the playoff final and the playoff semi-final years, you know, the Gary yeah, Monkey yeah. years, the, the Joss years, that sort of thing. Um, and it just goes back to that again, if there's just hostility in the in the discussions. So we need to adopt a calmer diplomatic approach and then maybe things will get a lot better, a lot faster in that sort of department. Do, do you know what I'm yeah, trying I to say? Does that, I, hope, I hope you all know, understand. Anyway, yes. So, yes. This week, Chance oh, not Chance Zico had his usual press conference, and this is from the star. And this is passionate. Uh, Zico offered clarity on Reese James Sheffield Wednesday situation. The charismatic Spaniards have fielded questions, qu queries, even over Marvin Johnson's failure to land a place in com competitive matchday squad since his arrival at Hillsborough, and this week con conceded it was his mistake to tell reporters that they should ask the player that why he'd been left out of the defeat. Which fair play, he put his hand up. He said, "That's on me." Yeah, but. Then we start talking about James. Uh, Reece James, who came in as our first signing, played four min minutes against Southampton uh, and was the left back out the squad for the trip to Hull. Um, I think he played first as Stockport as well, uh, with Akin preferred at left back. Now, Sicko went on to say, always when I'm asked about players who aren't playing, maybe you think that these players don't give the correct level. I don't know the player... Why players, people ask me about who doesn't play. Why not speak about the players who play and how many, how they can improve? You ask me about players who don't play. James, with my decision, we're thinking right now that Akin Femero is a better, better than James about this position. Before I go there, he's the manager. I understand that. Granted, I get that. Personally, I think James is better, but he's trying something new. Again, he's trying something new. He's doing what he thinks he's better from seeing on weekend. I'll go back into it. Uh, why aren't we saying Akin had a good performance and played very well in the in this play? For me, this is the situation. James played in the cup. Did you ask me why not play Akin? The rules are are that I can only put 20 in a squad and 11 on the pitch. If the next game I put James in the first 11, why do we need to speak about Akin? 
I'm thinking about the squad and how we can win those three points because that's all the focus is on. I don't know why people ask me about who doesn't play, why not feet about the players who play and how they can improve. You ask me about players who don't play. Now, this is interesting because it's a very different style of approach of how asking questions to Darren Moore to Sicko. It's, it is a little bit of a different style. Now, for me, they have gone a little bit attacking on him uh, in certain questions. Um, but again, it's people keep going back to this. Why doesn't he play X, Y, and Z? Why didn't he play the Darren Moore team? Because it's not Darren Moore who's in charge anymore. Yes. People, it feels like even the media personalities need to see, need to get into their heads. This isn't Darren Moore at the helm anymore. This is a different, entirely different style. Maybe in training as well, Akin is putting a lot more conscious effort into trying to learn Cisco's ways of, you know, what he wants from the left back. And Reese James isn't. Reese James is just playing his normal game. And if he fits in, or if he doesn't, oh well. Maybe that's Reese James's approach on the training pitch, and that's why he's not being selected. Because Akin's putting more of a conscious effort into like, yes, I need to learn this way. Do you, you know, do you know, I know what I mean? mean I, like maybe that's I maybe that's what he's seen on the training pitch, and that's Akin is you know. a great left back. Uh I think he'll get caught out a lot. I think he's you can see brain goes into centre back mode where he's trying to move into a centre back position and leaves it completely open. But this is what Sicko trying to learn. Just, but that comes with time yeah. as well. Like it's it's the same with the rest of them. We're giving that not I'm not by the way, I'm not having a go, Jake. No, no. But like like this is what we were saying about the rest of the team as well, about the new signings, is give them time. Like they need to adjust. They need to adjust to each how each other plays. Crap. Hit my microphone. Uh they need to <laughs> I get very you get, you get I use my hands. hands a lot when I'm talk. I'm one of these people that talks with the hands. Um so don't start getting in pointy. We need to give we need to give people to, yes. Yes, <laughs> I'll the finger pointy thing. That's that's been pointed out many times. Um <laughs> But yes, uh Reese James. Uh Oh, Akin, sorry. Giving Akin time to adjust to this new position. He was playing two years... Was it two years? Yeah, he signed two, two years, years ago, ago yeah. when we went down, didn't yeah. he? Playing two years of Darren Moore football where he's been the left-sided centre-half. No, yeah, a year because he needs, last year. A year ago, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Last year. So he's played a year of Darren Moore football where he was playing at the left-sided centre-half. He needs to adjust to the left-back role. He can play it. It's just that in his head, he keeps subconsciously from muscle memory doing the positional play of a centre-back, not of a left-back. And that just, that comes with time. It's muscle memory. Cut. It's like an amateur. Can't take up boxing mm. and be and be able to step in a ring within four weeks, within like a month, two months. You, you're not ready to step in a ring and actually face up against somebody that's going to punch you in the head. That takes at least six months to, and even longer and it's the same sort of thing with a football player when you change their position. Well, this is where but in the press game, a, a Masaba made really good defensive yeah. decisions to come yeah. back and help. And I think when the last two games, Delgado was trying to do that. And I don't think Delgado got yes. that. that He had got that ability because he can play left back. and forth, But I think he's rolling yeah. to go forward. And I think he's forgetting to come back and do a bit of the defensive thing. It's yeah. why versus Preston, it worked quite well when you had Palmer on the right. And Akin on left, but Akin yes. got help from Masaba coming back and helping. Yes. And I think that's yeah. what we didn't see versus Hull versus Southampton. There wasn't yeah. him come, the player wasn't coming back to help. 
and get involved where Anthony was. I think with this is, and it goes back to Johnson's thing, James and Johnson have got sentimental value to the big, the, yes, the, exactly. the players who came up uh, with us and so with that. And of course, James is the one that scored the third goal um, to keep us in that uh, comeback Just, just to kind of go a little bit here, So the man here, Jack, did turn around and said when we signed James, he would be a squad player. Yes, and lots of people agreed with me as well, actually, yeah. that James would be a squad player. And now he is being used as a squad player, and people are freaking out about it. Even though lots of people said he's probably a squad player behind whoever. I think I think the thing that's interesting, I don't think... If you look at what Sicko's walked into on that first press conference, yeah. with everything with Chairman going just psychotic... Uh, <laughs> He wasn't psychotic. That's a bad word, but you know what I mean. He, he was. It yeah, was. was a, it wasn't a good start. It was, it was a cra- It was suddenly a crazy time. Everything yeah. was. Everything was up in the air. It was all. If you, if you're going. Yeah. If you're going from what you've seen there and seeing how defensive your owner got yeah. and your boss has got to stuff, do you then go? Oh, I need to be defensive myself now because when the questions are coming in, I I think I would say that Cisco was clearly on the chit like in that. The 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 the, uh, the interview that made the national news to do with you know Chancery talking about Carlton Palmer and that whole thing, I think probably seeing how certain press members were going at the chairman like that, even though it was just guy. as almost puts yeah, even though it was just that one reporter, I think that's put Cisco on the back foot mm. about maybe the local media a lot because. Because they've seen that's how they've treated the chairman, and so that he's he's then thinking, oh, they're going to be hostile to me too. So maybe I also there is, there ironically also they a, have been a little bit. Some of there them there is also um, a bit of a situation where a lot of what he does say, I think, sometimes gets lost in the translation or, or what the translation yes, yeah. is with that. What really annoys me, and it's a bit off topic, I still don't get why we're doing Zoom. I think it because it's easier. I think the Zoom meeting, the doing the Zoom meeting, because it's just easier. Instead of having to get everybody in and stuff like that. But it's done my edit. There's no other club that I know that are doing Zoom meetings anymore. They're all in person. Yet we're still in the, like, the lockdown. You're going to do a Zoom meeting. Done my editing. Let them come in. Let them speak to him. It might make the questions go a bit easier. You might not have that issue with like the translation kind of issue. Yeah. But it was interesting. I would say, I would say look, at, look at how the in-person ones have gone recently, though. The most recent one. Look at how that went. It was a train wreck. Mm. Like, granted, it was a bit of an announcement thing, but every a lot of the time there has been an in-person meeting of that of that nature. Like the the some sort of press person has then ambushed whoever was being interviewed with some surprise question that's like not that's just taken them off guard and derailed the sort mm-hmm. of thing. And so maybe that's it. Maybe it's like you you pay your dividends and you apologize to us. And, and grovel, and then we'll have in-person press conferences again. You know? Yeah. But I, Who knows? maybe there's a bit of that going Who on. Knows? We don't know. We don't know. The only one that can answer that is probably the media officer and the chairman. Yeah. That They're the only people that know the answer to that. At but the end of the day... I, I do agree. I do agree. It's a bit annoying seeing mm-hmm. it just being a Zoom meeting. At the end the of the time. day, he picked the players. He sees yes, what they see exactly. in training. We don't. Uh... And let's just, again, I say it again, let's see where we are in 10 to 15 games. And then he yes. might have to turn when around and go, I'll have to do this. On the October, November time the, is the best the, time to the make the decision on this. Marvin Johnson one, 
he's come out and said it was my mistake. I credit him because I think if you can say you've made a mistake, I think that shows him as a, what kind of a human being he is. Yeah. I think it says... He he said he's not scared of the team making mistakes. He wants them to make mistakes so they can learn from it. But in the situation we're in, making mistakes doesn't help us. Right, we're going to go on to this story. Uh, and yes. this says to me that we are not finished in the transfer market at all. No. Sheffield Wednesday. I think we're going to be that, that busy team on the final day, you know, uh, yeah, on the yellow tie fun. day. I, I found my yellow yes. tie as well. Oh. Did a draw. Oh, nice. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, Sisko Munez calls... Call for patience while he looked for special signings. This is from the Yorkshire Post. That was the answer when at when we will see Darren Moore promotion winning morphing to recognise Muna team. With 25 players thanks to 10 summer signings, he believes he has enough football to work with, but will search for stardust to lifting to the next level. What the former Watford coach craved most is patience. His side has lost their opening two at that time of record uh, this interview, lost their opening three now. Game squeaking past forty Stockport County in the League Cup, but it has been the manner too with Southampton Hall hogging the ball. Again, changed it in first of Preston. Ask when we will see the best inside front for when the team is ready, this is normal. To play the high press, we need about seven things. We need time, and I need people to show patience because we have signed good players, but the players haven't had pre-season. Paul Valentine didn't, Ashley Fletcher didn't, Deshaun Bernard didn't. They all arrived and they play. Our team has improved a lot of things for sure, but we are most close every day because every day I'm working with the team and giving me everything. This week is the second time this situation we have had a clean sheet with no midweek matches to work on all situations. We could, He could... He could turn to the fringe of the Premier League to improve things. I'm happy with squad because now we have two players for each position, said Munez for Saturday visitors thing. Now we need to find something special. It's difficult, but we will do our best. Everybody is in the same situation. We try to get some Premier League loan, but sometimes it's not. Uh, just what you want. It's what you can do. We are waiting on, on some players and we are trying. Before I get into this, I've seen this already. Stop taking the mic or someone saying situation. It's a word he likes to use. People had it yeah. with Darren Moore when he used to go, um, just don't. It's a word he liked to use, leave him to. One thing on this is I think we keep forgetting about Paul Valentine. He's a left back. Yes. He's a... But I think he probably needs a lot more. See, for some of these players that have come from overseas, they're going to need a bit of a more of a leniency in terms of patience because they have to adjust to English football. And English weather. Because it's... Like, yeah, oh yeah, because the English, the, the championship style of play is a lot more physical and a lot, and a lot more, well, it's a bit like, uh, uh, whatever, Gassama. Mm. It's a bit like Gassama with the French League. They're, in Spain, it's the same. They have a lot of time on the ball and then they lose out the ball, lose, lose the ball in the final third. And then there's a counter press and it's a counter and a counter and a counter and a counter end to end like that. There's, it's not a constant battle where you could lose the ball at any time. Yeah. You know, both physically and making a mistake and someone's nicks a pass or something like that. Uh, it's a lot more intense in the championship than what uh, Valentin is used to. And so he will need a bit of a, more of an adjustment period, you know? I think... Um, and that's possibly why he's mm. not playing. I, but again, pre-season, Valentin, I think you've got the thing, if exactly you look at the players who didn't have a pre-season, you look at all that... He wanted players in to go to Spain. He didn't get it. They all came yes. afterwards. We can't do it about that. That's done. Again, I still think after, even if we end August with zero points, 
and we go into September. I think after that international break is where we might see a lot of changes. Yes. Because he'll use it as a mini preseason for players who haven't. Yeah, he will. Because, and again, again, this week, we have a week where we have zero games in the week. So it'll be back yeah. straight doing stuff. Um, on Fletcher, what I've seen of him, I haven't seen much of him and how he looks. Um, I have just remembered there is a story that I didn't put in the document, which we are going to quickly put in because I did oh because I, I did a video on it uh and I can't say his name for the toffee so you're gonna do it uh <laughs> okay uh where is it uh but it is that it is that thing where you are looking at Wednesday and going yeah you need time pressure if you get that special start of thing you're thinking at the times of when we had um Roth Bartley or something like that someone who had that quality who could change it like mm. Over, overnight and yeah i think everybody's looking for that player that's the problem yes everybody is, is looking for that player um so i think it's one of those things where you've got to look at it carefully see what happens and we'll see again again i'm saying it again we'll have to see where we are in a couple of weeks time and i think mm. i don't a football fan, people don't have time. They don't give it time. They don't give people yes. time. And I think it's interesting. But if we can get this next special player in, like I said, I don't think we don't. Yes. I, like I said, he, fit, he thinks um, he's got two feet position. But before we go on to I'm going to let you read this one. This was uh, discussed on Friday night that we could be linked with this player. So go yes. for it, Jack. So uh, former heart striker is in discussions with Sheffield Wednesday, according to uh, certain news article sources. Uh, Uche Ikpizu was a popular member of the Hearts team, which reached the final of the 2019 Scottish Cup. The six th foot three forwards was praised for his hold-up play during his time in the Scottish capital, and he's being strongly considered as a viable option for newly promoted championship side Sheffield Wednesday. Now, he was at um, Middlesbrough. Uh, yes. He then went oh, really? from Middlesbrough to Turkey. Uh, yeah. Now, a lot of people who have seen his uh, name pop up have said his scoring record isn't great. I think it's like 16. I, and it's it poor. It is poor going record. But right. what that said to me is maybe not coming in to be the goal score, maybe coming in to be that hold-up player. To fulfill the new EU role. Yeah. I keep calling it the new EU role, but that's that. the, the perfect sort of comparison to a former Sheffield Wednesday player. Yeah. But I think we've also got Michael Smith who can do that very well. Yes, he scored like 59 goals or something. In, well, 60 now, I guess, including I'm the one gonna, I'm recently. actually going to use but, uh, the player's first name, which is on his personal information, which is Carl. Uh, he's English. He's 28. Carl. Um, he's from Harrow. Um, but... At Middlesbrough in the 21-22 season, he scored two goals. He went on loan to Cardiff City, scored three goals with 13 appearances. While in Turkey, 15 starts, zero goals. Uh, his best spell in his career was at Cambridge United, 69 appearances, 19 goals. He's not a massive goal scorer. So, something to me says that this is agent talk, just yeah, trying to drum I, up some business I for him. I don't know if there's much legitimate legitimacy in this one. I don't know. Um, the and whether it's not just agents that are like, thing, oh, let's put Sheffield Wednesday's name in the, the mix. The only thing that you could say here, though, 
is he was at Watford in 2013, 2016, and I believe that's when Luke Dowling was at Watford. Right. So it could be a bit of that. But at the end of the day, let's it is what it is. That was someone who was rumoured on yes. Friday night. If it comes of it, it comes of it. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um for me for me, it it doesn't that for me that means someone's going out. Like Yeah. And I don't think it's Smith. Uh, I know people have gone, Smith didn't start again. He must be off. I just don't think it's Smith. I just think he's trying to get him up to speed. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Michael Smith's been in several sides that have been Darren Moore-esque football. Mm. Like, he played under Paul Warren for a couple of years. That's a similar style yeah. of play to Darren Moore. And then he's played for Darren Moore. And <laughs> But Darren Moore so he's was at the to... Derby game, which is funny. Uh, and people were like yeah. going, oh, he's going to Derby. Oh, and that, Paul, that Paul, interview was so Paul funny. Paul said, uh, no, I gave him the ticket. He's a friend who sat next to my wife. <laughs> so it was just funny. Yeah, that was so funny. Um, it was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I, I would absolutely give a ticket to the person that could be replacing me. When it, No, I gave a ticket to my friend and he was sat to my, sat next to my wife. <laughs> like, you can, it's, you can have friends in football that just you give tickets yeah. to and that yes they may be well-known football figures but you, it's a bit like when jose samedio samedio jose samedio yeah it's one like jose samedio <laughs> i said it again Semido. i said it again Semido. jose samedio was really trying quite hard to get ronaldo, uh, cristiano yeah. ronaldo to come to a wednesday game and watch him yeah but obviously that never managed to come come about so, but our next yeah. game is against cardiff city Cardiff are not in a good position like us. Uh, they nearly did actually nick a draw versus um, yeah. Leicester, which would have been good. They are currently in 20th place with one point. Uh, now, Car with all that's happened there, Jake, how the hell have they been able to afford Aaron Ramsey's wages? Or has he taken a oh, massive wage taken cut a massive just wake to go up. home? He's taken a massive wake up. Right, okay. Uh, the Fair record enough. is 0 one, one, one point, 0 0.5 per game, 17th in the championship. Home record is they lost their home game and drawn yes. their away record. So let's say they conceded, uh, they've got three goals, 1.5 per game. And against it, four, they have a goal difference of minus one. Our goal difference is minus four. Uh, we played three and we've lost all three, basically, and seven goals against. So it's not great. But I think this could be a good time to just try and turn it a little bit. Get it? Yeah. I think an away win would be more important than a home win. I think so too. And this, like I said, this is we we got two away games on the trot now. We have got this one and we have got Leeds coming up, which will be massive. Uh, that yeah. game, and then we've got the international break. Let's see how we do after this game. Um, Mark McGuinness has just signed a new contract though as well, so there's no chance of him coming back. And to be honest with you, from yeah. what I've seen of Mark McGuinness, since he, he didn't got, look great, actually, since he's he? gone back to Cardiff, he do not look great. Uh, the goals that no. he conceded last week were pretty much his fault as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah. They're, they've got a new manager there trying a new thing as well. There's a lot of teams that are trying new transitional stuff and trying to get used to it. But is there anything else you want to add to the podcast before we go, Jack? Yes. Look, Phil, it's on again. We've both got them on, Phil. Are you happy? I hope you're really happy. We've both got them on again. We've got our lights on again, Phil. There you go. 
There you go. Yes, Phil Star. We've got them on again. Just for you. Just oh, only for you. Nobody else. Just for you. Jack, Jack um, was saving. How about you, Jake? Jack, Jack was saving power. You know, he's he's all Google yes. now. Uh, yeah, I'm all. Uh, um, yeah. Just don't let football kind of dictate your life too much. Uh, there's more to it, and I know that sounds weird because I do a fan channel on it. But at the end of the day, look <laughs> at look at other things. Look at other things. Don't let it ruin your yes. mood too much. Yes, it back to Saturday where we feel rubbish and nobody. Like, my exactly. other half was turned around to me and said, you're grumpy. And then she checked the results, like, oh, you're grumpy. I'm like, yes, I'm grumpy. So it back, it back to normal feeling. And to be honest with you, we ain't had this feeling for a while because of how we did last season. So it feels weird. Let's... Mm. And at the same time, have a laugh with it, right? Because it's it's not... your 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 daily life... The Sheffield Wednesday football result mm. does not affect your life directly. It's just something you've observed, right? So have a laugh with it. If we're not on a great run, laugh about it. Because it's better to keep yourself entertained and laugh at it mm. than it is to get yeah. so absorbed up in let's, the let's misery of it. Let's have a discussion about football. You know what, you know what I mean? Like, I know it's easy to say, not but I've got myself miserable at times when we've had it. Uh, yes. It's it not, it yes. not going to make anything better, but... You've been exactly. listening Have a laugh and watching about it, the Talking you know? Wednesday podcast. Thank you for being here today, and we will see you in the next one.